crept down the slope to a staggered line of trees, their gray bark hanging like scabs, colorless and cracking. Neil shifted left while I followed a gentle arc around the shacks until the weathered door of the one in question was in view. I looked and saw Neil in position at the rear. He gave me a thumbs up and I raised my AR, laying the sight's orange reticle on the entrance to the ramshackle structure. Come out! I shouted, most of my body hidden behind a wide old pine. With your hands empty! Now! There was no response, no sound at all. Just the hint of a low fire crackling within, its grayish ribbon of smoke rising through the roof and dissipating among the barren limbs above. If you need motivation, we can provide some! I threatened. A few seconds later, a rifle barrel poking through the shuttered window gave us our answer. I'd been shot before and had no desire to repeat that event, nor the agony that followed. I adjusted my aim to where I expected the person wielding the weapon would be standing beyond the wooden wall and squeezed the trigger four times, the crack of each shot muffled by the suppressor. A sharp cry sounded from within the shack, followed by frantic scrambling. The person, or persons within, seemed to be scrambling about, but still did not reply or show signs of emerging. Two shotgun blasts to my left signaled that Neil was firing. Chunks of splintered wood blasted into the air from the back of the shack, the double-aught buck tearing pieces out of the old structure. You're not getting out, Neil yelled, signaling an attempt to do so on his side. Come out now with your hands up or we fire everything we have at you. My final warning hung in the quiet woods for a moment until the inevitability of the situation crystallized for those inside. Okay, a man answered from within. We're coming out. The shack's front door swung inward and three men slipped through the opening, two with both hands thrust skyward, the third managing to hold a single hand above his head, the other hanging limp, blood dripping from it. My shots had found their mark. Away from the shack, I ordered, staying behind cover. Over there! There! Down on your knees! The wounded man seemed to fold to the ground, landing on his knees, weight of his body coming to rest on his heels. His comrades planted themselves next to him, hands still raised. From the corner of my eye, I could see Neil approaching the shack from the back, his shoddy raised and ready. Keep your hands up, I reminded the men. The wounded one tried, but his uninjured hand sagged and came to rest atop his head. His gaze began to swim as a puddle of blood gathered where his other hand lay on the ground next to his knee. He's hurt, one of the men said, spittle flecking the grizzled beard that mostly obscured his mouth. He needs help. Yeah, maybe, I said. Beyond the men, Neil appeared from the far side of the shack, standing upright, his shoddy slung. He approached the door and stood in the opening for a moment, staring in. The hint of the fire within dappled his face with a warm glow that seemed alien to the surroundings and to his being at that moment. Neil! He didn't react to me, just stood motionless as I covered the men we'd flushed from the shack. Neil, I repeated, fearing the response to what I said next. What is it? He finally looked toward me, but just for an instant, 
His attention shifted almost immediately to the three men, their backs to him. Cold hate raged in his gaze. With a determined, fluid motion, he drew his revolver and walked toward the kneeling men, positioning himself to the side of the line they formed. He raised the six-shooter and took aim at the nearest man's temple. Kneel! But there were no words to stop him. He squeezed the trigger once, and the left side of the man's head exploded, spraying blood and brain and shards of skull over his two friends. The wounded man screamed as the body tipped onto him. At the end of the line, his face covered in the horror of what had been his friend, the uninjured man began to sing softly. A hymn of some kind, I thought, his words never halting, even when Neil...